Hi everyone, welcome back to the Speak Up Erica podcast and in today's episode I'm going to be chatting about self-image and beauty. This is my second time recording this episode and it's been it's been pretty difficult to record because um, I realized what I thought about myself as a kid and how that has transpired into the person that I am now and how I think about myself. It was kind of hard to um, say it out loud, admit it, and realize those things about me. (laughs) But yeah, I hope that this episode can help you in some way. I thought about doing this because I've been suffering a lot from acne lately, and it's been really affecting um, of how I see myself. I have been dealing with acne um, since I hit puberty. I've always um, been having breakouts here and there, and it's gotten worse over the years. Like, I have good days, and then I have bad days again, and then, you know, the hormonal flare-ups come back, too. I'm going to talk about self-image in the terms of my own personal experience with um, facial hair, acne, my culture, so the Filipino culture's ideation of beauty, and how that correlates with Western culture, and then also um, tying in beauty with having braces and glasses. And just like growing up and not loving myself the way that I should have. So yeah, my background. I think um, I kind of questioned how did this start? Um, How did my idea of my self-image and what I thought was beautiful began, I guess? Um, Could be things I saw on TV or, you know, what your family says. Like, oh, you look pretty or you look beautiful or something. But as a kid, you don't really care what you look like, you know, you don't wear makeup, you don't um, do skincare, your mom throws your hair up, um, they choose the clothes that you wear, and that's that, you go outside and you play with your friends. But maybe it started from when puberty hit, I guess, because then that's when, you know, of course, a lot of things are changing about yourself, you're growing hair in like your armpits and like your upper lip and you're noticing the hair in between your brows and the acne starts coming in because of the hormonal changes right so a lot of things start changing about yourself and the kids in elementary school of course they have their own comments of what you look like so yeah i guess like defining beauty started from elementary school which is honestly crazy because we're so young we're like 12 years old the idea that we have a beauty of or what society tells us what's beautiful and what's not is disheartening to some young girls one of the next like topics i'll talk about with my self-image is facial hair so when i was a kid i guess uh Like, of course, your brows aren't done or anything like that. So I had some pretty bushy brows. I didn't really um, pluck them or anything like that until maybe high school, like mid-high school, 16 or 17. And then um, I remember the lady was like, wow, you have a lot of hair. (laughs) I was like, okay, thanks. True. So that idea that you can't have hairy eyebrows or that's considered not beautiful, I guess. And then... Earlier, before that, before the eyebrows, I think I noticed that I had like a mustache, you know, when I was like nine. 
part of the reason was because my aunt saw it and she's like, oh, you have balbas. And I, I think that means mustache for um, in Tagalog. It's like, oh, you have balbas. Oh, don't worry. You can get rid of that um, when you're older. You could just get take it away, you know? So she told me like, not to worry about it. Like, I guess it's normal and stuff, which I really appreciate that. Um, she's normalizing to me that having facial hair on a lady is normal. It's natural, like everyone gets it. And then in fifth grade, I remember I was sitting in class and I was talking to my friend in the, in our row. The guy beside me, he said, oh, no offense or anything, but you have a mustache. And I was so taken back and embarrassed and uh, I was 10 years old and I was just like, what in the world? Um, okay. Like in my head, I was like, okay, what? And I just kind of like sat there and didn't say anything. And uh, some of the other people that were around who heard it were laughing. And it just made me feel like I was not normal. Like I shouldn't have this. I need to get rid of it. Like I was just so embarrassed by it that I spent the rest of elementary school and um, half of high school, I guess, trying to cover my face because I didn't want people to acknowledge that I had facial hair. So if you ever grew up with me, um, I always had my hand in my sleeve and my sleeve was covering my face. That was just because I was so embarrassed of how I looked. And I didn't want anyone else to see it and feel even more embarrassed and acknowledge it. You know, with like facial hair and being a, a lady or a woman or um, normalized idea or the standard idea of beauty is that you can't have any hair anywhere. You know, like no hair on your pits or your no hairy legs, no uh, unibrow, no hair on your upper lip, no hair on your arms, you know, hairless, bald. But a lot of hair on your head it's just really strange and i remember that there were girls in elementary school that i knew who would be so con um conscious about their leg hair and making sure that they shave their peach fuzz all the time you know um making sure that their arm hair was like bare and it's strange because we were so young and we're so focused on these things about our outer appearance because of what other people may think of us. Um, but then when I hit high school to finally deal with my facial hair, I, I got a job and I used my paychecks to buy Nair, which is the worst. Um, Nair is like this hair removal cream and they also have like wax strips and stuff and I didn't know how to use it properly. And this was like, ugh, what? 2007 2009 maybe something like that um they didn't really have youtube tutorials on how to do thing these things back in the day as they are like so prevalent right now like you can literally youtube anything and find the resources for it right but back in the day there weren't that many resources and i used nair and um that burnt my face so it left me with burn scars on my upper lip and and um it kind of looked a little bit worse or more more noticeable than actually having facial hair but at the same time i was like okay well at least i don't have a mustache anymore <laughs> so yeah that's like kind of 
part of my self-image was acknowledging my facial hair. And then another part of it, which also in the time of puberty, is um, acne. So, oh man, I have suffered from acne for a very long time. In elementary school, I, I got a lot of it in my T-zone area, so like on my forehead, my nose, and my lip. In high school, I broke out a lot. I think at one of those points, I didn't really establish a skincare routine as I have. Suffered with acne during university, post-university, even now in my like mid-twenties. Um, and it's difficult to deal with acne because even though it is temporary, it really affects um, how you feel about yourself and it can be caused by so many different things so trying to find what's triggering it is is a huge learning curve i guess you can say because there's like hormonal changes your diet how much water you're drinking maybe it could be like your dairy intake um and currently i get a lot of acne now because i i think it's from the mask so like maskne and i've been getting a lot of like neck acne as well so apparently that maybe from hormonal changes too i think that there is a lot of misconceptions with what acne is tied to and people think of you as dirty and you don't take care of yourself and like it's gross and it's ugly it's difficult to look at you know most of the time when you notice your acne it's other people don't notice it and it's something you notice more than others because it's like you're thinking about it over and over again you know what I mean so like for example you have a, a huge acne mark on your nose and you notice it so much and you're like oh my god yeah like look at this and your friend goes oh I didn't even notice that and you're like oh so is it all in my head <laughs> you know what I mean so me struggling with acne and I'm sure a lot of people struggle with this as well it's such a huge hit to your self-confidence and the way that you perceive yourself um I think another thing of course is the idea with beauty and braces and glasses and I feel like in movies back in the day they used to take this girl put braces and glasses on her and when she takes those things off then she's like a beautiful princess you know like princess diaries right she had like big curly hair glasses and was like a little bit dorky and stuff and they took off all of those things <laughs> made her hair straight took off her glasses like changed the way she dressed and stuff and then all of a sudden she was beautiful or if um, anyone remembers that show brace face and uh, the idea that having braces and it's like oh you cling to all this metal clings to you and whatever this and that like just having those physical tools to um, help you see or give you straighter teeth it was just not seen as beautiful. So yeah, aside from having facial hair and acne and braces and glasses and you know, and just like all those puberty changes, I think a huge hit was also uh, my culture's definition of beauty. So like in Filipino culture, I would be defined as morena, and that is uh, like the dark-skinned Filipinos. So, you know, uh, a lot of the time I'd be growing up, or like my grandma or whatever, they would say, Ay, dimo, oh my god. Um, and that just pretty much means, oh, you're really dark, or you're, like you're really black, you're skin and 
um, I think in our culture, we define um, being white and having white skin as beautiful, like a lot more superior. It's a more superior trait because of like the colonization and how we view white folks. When family members or whatever would say that, I just would not feel comfortable in my own skin. Just being Asian in general in like in a westernized society where like, oh, squinty eyes or having big flat noses isn't seen as beautiful either. Being white and associating that with a superior trait in the Philippines, you know, that's why they have all those whitening soaps and stuff to make your skin lighter because that's more beautiful to them. Um, but then here, um, in Western society, I guess, you could say that a lot of people try to be more tan, but then does having squinty eyes make you beautiful? Does having like big or flat noses that a lot of Filipinos have make you more beautiful? Because um, that was also a part of it. You, If you had like a big flat nose in the Philippines, it's not it's not up to par, you know, it's not up to their standards because uh, they love the pointy noses or, you know, the thin noses and a lot of um, that's also tied to white folks and how um, people in the Philippines see them and they think of them as like powerful and rich and well-educated and all those associations, right? So that definitely has played into how I viewed myself as a kid and growing up and then I think like even up another part is also um just my height because a lot of Asians are short um and I I remember this one person he would refer to me as a footstool or um my like my family would also say like my grandma, my grandma again. Um, of course, she's tied to a lot of traditional ideas about um, Filipino culture. So whenever she sees me, she's like, "Ay, ang ang pangdak mo, like Erica, you're shrinking, you're shrinking," and is what is. Um, I try to comprehend on what that actually means. Like, what did, like, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with being short and like like maybe if I was a little bit taller I would I would like myself more or something you know um yeah sometimes people would associate you to being a midget because you're so small and short they're like oh my god I forgot how small you are um and I think fast forward I think fast forwarding to all these things and moving past facial hair, acne, braces, glasses, Filipino culture, my height, and everything. And just fast forwarding to the person that I am now and reflecting on it. And it sucks that I wasn't able to love me for me growing up. And also, like, sometimes kids are just the worst, too. Like, in elementary school, Lots of kids don't have filters, they don't really acknowledge empathy and um, don't think before they speak, right? Like we were, sometimes they're not educated about certain things so they are ignorant about what comes out of their mouth. <laughs> and growing up and just not fitting into like the beauty standards is very difficult. But aside, like all of this is what made me me. All of these things made me who I am 
and and not liking me because of those things is difficult to grasp especially as a young kid and when I was also 12 I remember I gave myself a list that was like okay when I have no more facial hair I'll be beautiful when my braces are taken off I'll be beautiful when I get rid of my acne I'll be beautiful um but now like being older um I I question if I don't have these things would that actually make me beautiful and a lot of the traumas that we have as a kid like we suppress those traumas and we don't even realize it and how it's affecting us as adults today um unless we like think about it and acknowledge it I do think that like in today's society though that we're more more open and accepting to what people look like and it doesn't really matter what they look like you know um I've seen people online and on social medias and ads and stuff like embracing their body hair and having hairy pits is okay and having a unibrow is okay having a face full of acne and like flare-ups is okay because this is who you are and I'm it makes me sad that for so long I was so ashamed of all these things and I had so much self-loathing with the person that I looked like and you know people say all the time it doesn't matter how you look like but it's what matters on the inside, yeah. Um, and that is true. Um, I remember though that there was there's this article of Business Insider of like eleven scientific reasons that um, beauty, beautiful people are more successful, and it's kind of interesting because they talk about how like this physical trait makes people think about you in this way and da 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 and stuff. I'll link it in the podcast notes but to some extent sure I guess if you're beautiful externally but your personality is just horrible I know that people just won't want to be around someone like that just because you look beautiful on the outside doesn't make you truly beautiful you know it's kind of crazy because like for years I just hated the person I was, the person I looked like, if I messed up on anything, I'm a bad person. If I think these bad things, I'm a bad person. And I remember a couple years ago, I think, or a year ago, I shared on social media um, that as a kid, I told myself that I can't wait to be beautiful. Reflecting on it, it's sad that as kids, we feel so negatively about our appearance and lack so much self-confidence. I hope that this isn't making you feel like down and I don't expect any like, oh my god, Erica, stop this, like you're so beautiful and stuff. Um, I, I don't really uh, want any like pity or anything. I'm just sharing my um, experiences and what I've felt and been through. And I think that like the person that I am now and the person that I've grown to be now, I'm still truly learning to love being in my own skin i'm actually really enjoying wearing the face masks uh, right now um because i as i said before i am suffering from quite a bit of acne so i'm happy that i don't have to um expose most of my face and let the world see that because i'm still not comfortable of like sharing that with people um what has helped me though every single night um, i would write something that i love about myself even though it's something i don't like so say for example i'll write three things like i love my arms i love my height i love my skin and even though that these are things that i don't truly love about myself yet 
um, it is me. And the more I say it, I think that the more that I'll accept it. I think also another thing to point out is that, you know, when people say, oh my God, you're so this, you're so that, like you're so pretty, you're beautiful. And sometimes you can't comprehend it because you don't see yourself the way that other people see you. Your perception of yourself isn't the same as others because you've thought about how you look like in your um, mind, your headspace for so long. Don't get me wrong, of course, there are days that I definitely feel beautiful and I'm like having a good skin day, like I did my makeup really bomb that day or something that enhances my physical features and I just, I just feel good about myself, you know? Like, of course, you're gonna unfortunately have those days and really appreciate um, the person that you are. But then it also makes you hit another wall and then you kind of question, am I allowed to feel beautiful? Is it narcissistic that I'm feeling this way? Is posting a selfie because I feel good about myself narcissistic? Um, it's kind of sad, honestly. I think that you should definitely just embrace that you're feeling yourself and you're loving yourself and loving that the way that you look and it's definitely about balance. And I think that there is a line to like being narcissistic and just having that self-confidence for sure. Um, at the end of it, I think it's just like embracing who you are. And if you are trying to express yourself in a way that you um, can control it. So like say if you've always wanted pink hair and that, that's just like something that makes you feel more you, then go for it, you know. Loving yourself for you because you're the only one out here, right? Like, as lame as that sounds, it's just like, it is what it is. So yeah, I I know, um, I hope, like, this episode didn't make you, like, feel negative or sad about things, and I know that a lot of it was just, like, my past and how negatively I thought about myself that I never realized until making this episode and saying it out loud. Um, but I... I honestly am very privileged and I, I acknowledge that all the time and I am very thankful of like the person that I am and the way that God has made me right. Um, I, I am honestly, I am aware that people have it way worse than I do and I think that most of it is just like accepting who you are and being okay with being you after some of the trauma that you've been through. That's part of the hard part right um this is just like my story um my experience and i hope that sharing it with you can help you in some way um i hope it helps you think about embracing your own insecurities from as a kid and now hope it helps you think about your own culture versus western culture and the beauty standards within that or what society thinks is beautiful just doesn't matter and I hope it helps you learn to love yourself for who you are and embrace every part of you, even if it's something that you don't love yet. So yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, it's been difficult recording content lately and just not feeling satisfied with what I've been creating. And um, I just really appreciate the people who are still listening and the people who who reach out to me about my content and um, give me feedback. I really do appreciate you for supporting me and take care of yourselves. Um, be safe and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye everyone.